1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Uh, KJ, let's uh, look at these Super Bowl odds. We've got Buffalo uh, plus 375 to win, Kansas City plus 450, the Eagles 5 to 1, and the Cowboys 7 to 1. Do these odds surprise you? I feel like Buffalo yep. kind of gets more credit sometimes than they deserve. Am I crazy for thinking that?
0: Uh, no, because they're in the AFC, right? So most people believe that the AFC comes down to either the Bills or the Chiefs. I think the interesting story is in the NFC where the Eagles are the assumption, but I've been, I, I, I hate to say it, it, it even pains my tongue about to come out of my mouth. Watch out for the Cowboys. Their number keeps dropping. At one point it was 1100, and then it dropped to 900. Now it is down to what? Uh, 275, uh, 275 to win the, that's
1: the to NFC. That's to win the, win the NFC. Right, and, yeah. and, to,
0: and 700 to win the Super Bowl, right? Well, that's even dropped even now. It's down to 650. So here, and here's my thinking, why the Cowboys are such a, a dangerous team and how it shakes out really quick, is the Cowboys, if they if they don't surpass the Eagles, that's no problem. They would be the four seed playing against, they'd be the five seed playing the four seed Tampa. Then if Tampa, everything falls into place the way, then they would get a third look at the Eagles on the road in cold weather. And you don't know if Jalen Hurts has proven himself. If they beat them on the road, then they're possibly looking at maybe San Francisco or the Vikings. And we've seen what they've done to the Vikings. And you're talking about a San Francisco team that doesn't have Jimmy Garoppolo. So all of a sudden the the Cowboys go from being a wildcard team to now suddenly being a favorite in an nfc championship game potentially so that's why i say watch out for the cowboys as they move just because being so good at a five seed and the four seed being the bucks and not as dominant
1: i think that's an excellent point and i think part of betting is wading through your preconceived notions and putting them to the wayside, because for me, it's really get, it's really tough to get past my initial thought of, well, the Cowboys are terrible in the playoffs. Like, I don't want to bet on the Cowboys in the postseason. They are such a huge disappointment that I don't know if it's Mike McCarthy. I don't know what it is, but it's hard for me to want to trust them in the postseason. But I think the better bet, as opposed to winning the Super Bowl, I think they can win the NFC. I don't know if they can go head to head with some of the teams in the AFC, but looking down the NFC, they're just not that many good teams, right? It's the Eagles, it's the Cowboys, it's the Niners who also now have a very young quarterback and Brock Purdy as opposed to Jimmy Garoppolo. But other than that, like who else? The Vikings? Not really. It just seems like the NFC is a smaller field and it's more wide open than the AFC is.
0: Yeah, even with the Eagles, even though they continue to show themselves to be impressive in games, you wonder when does the real hiccup come? You know, yeah, they lost that game to the Commanders. You can almost say they really lost that game on penalties more so than they did on the field. But you know, when when does the game come along where they get beat on the field? It happens to every team. The only time that it hasn't happened in the regular season is when the Patriots went sixteen and uh, sixteen and zero. But if you have a deep memory of Patriots history, as every Patriots fan does, the team that played them the toughest in that sixteen and zero season during the regular season was the Giants. In like a Thursday night game or Monday night game, and who ended up beating in the Super Bowl, the Giants. So that's what's great about the NFL is there tends to be this watch it come back and circle back around. I usually joke like, watch the Week Three matchup between an AFC and NFC team. This could be a Super Bowl preview. You know, there you go. That might actually be the Super Bowl. So um, it would be interesting. Weird things can happen in the Super Bowl. Um, You know, if you're looking at the Chiefs or the Bills versus the uh, versus the Cowboys, you would say, "Hey, would Josh Allen make mistakes against a good Cowboys defense?" The answer would be yes. You just saw what the Bengals did to Travis Kelsey, or even do do the Bengals run a bus saw again and mess up things for the Chiefs. So the AFC, while they have the more dominant teams, they have more teams that can suddenly upset the apple cart, like a Cincinnati or a Baltimore. But in terms of the NFC, like it's like really the Eagles or the Cowboys, honestly, now, I think.
1: What about the 49ers, though? Because Mm-mm. I was kind of talking about this in the intro. Now it's Brock Purdy that takes over at quarterback for Jimmy Garoppolo, who's now out for the season. However, if there's any offense where you could just plug in anybody, it's probably the 49ers. Look at how many weapons they have on the offensive side of the ball. They have Christian McCaffrey. They have Debo Samuel. They have Brandon Ayuk. They have George Kittle. Uh, They also have Trent Williams protecting you on the offensive line, who is a perennial all pro. So if anybody can step in there, and especially when you have a great coach like Kyle Shanahan, maybe Brock Purdy can get the job done. Because if you look at the games for Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, even what was it, the NFC championship game, Uh, I believe maybe it was, maybe it was the game before. It was the game at Lambeau against the Packers. I don't think he had a great game. In fact, I think he threw a pick in that one. But still, that defense is so good. The Niners as a team, top to bottom, are just so good that maybe the quarterback position doesn't matter that much. It feels sacrilegious to say, but like, does it matter that Jimmy Garoppolo is out?
0: It does because it's almost like the cadence or the heartbeat of a team. And you know what to expect. You know where to cover. You know where his mistakes are going to be. You know where he can be successful. Right? Even though with the addition of Christian McCaffrey, my concern is that Christian McCaffrey isn't kind of the plowing the till, if you will. That's an old farming reference of just being able to dig up the ground to set up the play action. He's more kind of a swing, you know, passing back more so than a strong running back. While, so so that's going to help a young guy, but it's also going to say, hey, the offensive play is going to kind of have to start behind. And if defenses know that, you know, this may be where Brandon Ayuk becomes more of a a weapon. You know, Debo Samuel was kind of like, hey, you need to pay me all the money in the world if you're trying to pay me to be the running back as well. And by getting McCaffrey, they've been able to step away from that. They may have to bring that back just to cover what, you know, eventually because, look, most rookies when they get in there, if they have a good game is because nobody knows what they want to do. But when you start studying film and you see what you want to do and they kind of have a tougher schedule going down the road, it might be very tough. You know, now I I would say really the 49ers only need maybe about three wins to still win the NFC West and still be that division champion. And the worst they'll drop down to is four. But at the same time, though, if it struggles to get to a third win, now you have Seattle lurking and Seattle sitting towards the bottom of the wild card race. So you might have a, a 49ers team that, if they lose two or three games with this backup, you're talking about one of the favorites to now fighting for a final wild card spot potentially.
1: Well, which isn't unheard of when you lose your starting quarterback. But uh, going back to what I was saying, I almost want to walk it back like immediately because I think the thing is when you talk about quote unquote game manager quarterbacks, People think it's so easy and they're like, oh, well, anybody can come in there and do that. No, you can have quarterbacks come in and lose games as opposed to being a good game manager, which is usually taking pretty good care of the football, you know, running the plays, handing it off. It's not super easy. Like it's still an NFL quarterback job. So I think that's the X factor for Brock Purdy. If he can come in there and not lose games. Because he has been handed the keys to, you know, the Lambeau that is the Niners, a solid team that's built to win a Super Bowl. But the other thing is, like we said, the NFC just isn't that tough. Like, there's just not a whole bunch of contenders other than uh, the Cowboys and the Eagles. So we shall see in the NFC. But I think circling back to the Cowboys, I think I like the Cowboys maybe as a value play to win the NFC because... Uh, In a couple weeks, when the Cowboys and Eagles swear off on Christmas Eve, that game is going to be huge for the postseason, which team actually wins that division and has the easier route to the Super Bowl. As mentioned, we are going to talk about some of the NFL headlines. Baker Mayfield has been released from Carolina, the quarterback that once was maybe pegged to be the savior of the Panthers. Well, he's not the savior, and now he's out. (laughs) KJ, is this shocking news to you?
0: Actually, it's a smart play if the reports are that Baker Mayfield asked for his release when he found out that he wasn't going to be the backup or starter. I think this is going to be fascinating what happens come the the waiver wire deadline at 4 p.m. Eastern this afternoon is do the 49ers pick him up right now? Seattle, by being behind him, Seattle can make the play and make a claim on him to prevent him from going to the 49ers. But let's just say that they don't and the 49ers pick him up then you may have a similar situation like you did a couple years ago with Tua in Miami and um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. If you need kind of like a reliever to come in that can scramble with their legs, make immediate plays just to win a game, I could see Kyle Shanahan actually picking up Baker Mayfield just to do that, especially if if the 49ers lose their next two games in a row and things are starting to leak and you've got Baker Mayfield there, you're like, well, let's give it a shot. It, It can't be that much worse than Jimmy G.
1: Uh, have you seen Baker Mayfield play lately I think we yeah. talk about game managers losing games Baker Mayfield can definitely lose you games and the question I have is how many chances are we going to give Baker Mayfield because I was one of those people entering the season saying oh well he wasn't healthy at the last of his tenure in Cleveland maybe he'll actually be good but he wasn't
0: good Really quick, it's the Dennis Eckersley theory. You go to the Hall of Fame, not because you were a great starting pitcher, but you learn how to be a reliever. If he can be a reliever, and then, Jimmy, you just never know. Just we'll never see. Know we'll see. I,
1: for one, am not trusting Baker Mayfield ever I don't again. either,
0: but...
1: For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.